Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. The year of our COVID Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Now the Lord? (laughs) My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk generally about news, politics, and religious nonsense, but mostly the coronavirus and the Trump administration, (laughs) Uh, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in, you can post something on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, tweet to us at profanearg, or you can sign up on our Patreon page and come listen to us live where we record on Discord on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This week on the show, we'll be talking about, um, I'm, I'm skipping state news, like there were some state news, but really the Trump administration, there's a whole bunch going on that nobody's talking about. So I wanted to cover a bunch of that stuff. But first, of course, I think we need to talk about coronavirus still. Everybody's talking about it is the reason I don't want to talk about it, but... What else is there to talk about? <laughs> right. That's what yeah. everything is at the moment. No movies being released. <laughs> Remember last week when uh, I said, you know, I was kind of wanting us to hit 200,000 people so that I could say, hey, we just hit 200,000 people while we record. Well, guess what? Now we're over 400,000 people worldwide. Ah, woohoo. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really a woohoo, but. So there's a whole bunch of stories that I wanted to talk about. First, there's. Stories that are completely untrue. Mm. The the very first thing that I want to mention on LiveScience.com is an article that goes into a bit of detail about how the coronavirus could not, theoretically, been created in a lab. Um, There's definite reasons, scientific reasons, that the coronavirus was not created in a lab. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about how China created it and then it lost control of it. Why even bother put this information out? Because they'll just dispute this. (laughs) (laughs) That that is true. I have no evidence and I'm already skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the the main things is, is if you look at the the coronavirus and and how it has evolved, in computer modeling, it it doesn't work. The, The computer modeling, if they duplicate the coronavirus, the computer modeling goes, well, this wouldn't work on humans like it doesn't appear to work on humans the the different uh, genetic factors the hooks and cleavage which they get into what that is and it's basically how it connects to cells and takes over cells it doesn't work in humans according to the computer so if you were going to develop something in a lab you would never develop this because the computers say that it wouldn't work so you're saying it's like a next level lab it's not a lab that we know but it's a it's a deep state lab making it uh, what I'm hearing is that, you know, when the singularity wakes up and the robots come to exterminate us, they'll have to use good old fashioned force and not release a virus on us. Mm. Also, because it wouldn't work. It's a well-known fact, Ray, that George Soros owns LiveScience.com. <laughs> so can't trust that. That's true. <laughs> I have no arguments against this, except, man, that, that's just stupid arguments. Stop it. People will not accept anything for what it is. There has to be some underlying conspiracy to it. That way you can blame somebody. Well, there are a lot of conspiracies, so I guess I can kind of see where the, you know that mentality is coming from. But you got to follow the facts. You have to look at, at facts. You can't. I mean, oh, I agree with I agree can. with you. But why is it that people think that this is man made? 
What? Because it, it's, it, it, it's, whether it's, it's man-made or not, this is, is it going to change how we have to deal with it? <laughs> no, it's finding somebody to blame. If you can't blame evil scientists, then you're left blaming either God, if you believe in God, or you're blaming just random chance, which is kind of a sucky. What about Chinese people? Can't we blame them? Apparently, a lot of us can. Yeah. Yes. Some. Like our president. <laughs> yep. That's also an option. Is Not it racist to say Chinese food, Mr. President? <laughs> oh, my God. That was so painful. <laughs> so I did have an article. I might as well mention it now. There's an article in the New York Times uh, about Trump defending his use of Chinese virus. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was an image taken kind of from an angle that showed his speech. And there was part of it crossed out in a Sharpie. And the part that was crossed out said Corona. And he <laughs> wrote in Chinese. Like the people writing his speech specifically said coronavirus. And he crossed that out and wrote Chinese on top of it. Like he's doing it really on purpose. And this is after the whole Twitter thing. What happened on Twitter? I knew about this, but I didn't know something happened on Twitter. Right. I did see that. I was, again, since we're, we're on, uh, yeah, I was immediately curious there was someone filming this this the speech he had written in front of him like how did we get that footage somebody got from like i don't know maybe 45 50 degrees to his side and they got it at an angle to so that you could see what was actually written in his speech i don't know what's yeah. more amazing that he that he like was calling it coronavirus found that his followers were calling it the chinese virus and the kung flu and was like oh this will make them happy and then changed it, or the fact that he had to cross it out and write Chinese and not remember right. that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just put a little mark by that. Yeah, I want to change that word. Nope, you got to cross it out in big fat Sharpie, write Chinese, just in case. Yeah. I was trying to find the uh, the actual image so that I could share it here. But um, no, what happened on Twitter? Uh, he just he just tweeting the Chinese virus, and then like the next day, the reporter just had a word. To just the Chinese virus. That was it. <laughs> no, it was a whole. It was a whole thing. But he referred to it specifically as Chinese virus. And then the next day, the reporters were like, "You know, why did you call it Chinese? Don't you think that's racist?" And I don't understand why we're still treating this president as though he's normal. Like asking him, "Well, don't you think that's racist?" Of course he doesn't. What, what do you think he's going to say to that question? You're just going to make him livid and, and get more racist comments. I was going to say that just sounds like a nasty question. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then they, but they, but that's the thing is like they're like automatons. Like they ask the question because they feel like they need to ask the question, and then they know the answer, and then they don't follow up on. It. They go, okay, next question. How many right. ventilators are we? I mean, like if you're not going to push them on it, why ask them? Right. Yeah. Or just go or make a statement. Go, President, I think you're a racist. Also, how many ventilators are we going to get? <laughs> <laughs> now, part of that is the the people who are being invited. He's inviting a lot of, you know, Trump-friendly people to uh, to the, the different briefings. So he'll call on – he'll switch and go to, to a friendly reporter, like someone from Fox or one of the, the smaller places that he knows aren't going to one follow Amer up. One America Network? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The the out fox of fox. <laughs> and, and for the people that do, I mean, there are some people that ask the pointy questions, but they have to be very careful because he will ban them. Yeah. So they have they walk a very fine line of getting as much of a question in as they can without getting banned. I mean, and that's the thing is like these are the types of questions that you ask politicians to make them squirm mm. and like be like, it's your way of saying everybody thinks you're a racist. How do you respond to this? But those kind of questions don't work on Trump. 
No. Because he just goes, no, I don't think that. Move on. And then you're just yeah. sitting there like, well, well, you didn't twirm. You didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't jump <laughs> through hoops to answer the question. What do I do now? He has no shame. There's no way to shame him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I don't even think it's that. I think he just doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care and he doesn't understand. He does. I, I would oh, bet he you, understands. I, yeah. I, I bet you he does not think he's a racist. The horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> because he started out normal on this one. And he, when he found out his boys liked it, he's like, oh, okay. Well, I got to keep them happy because nobody else fucking likes me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it just comes back to when you have proceeded in this manner for 71 years, consequence free. Mm. Just keep going. Not going to change course now. No. Clearly, there <laughs> are no consequences. <laughs> yeah. N- no one. Yeah. Yeah. What's amazing, exactly. though, is like, yeah. you know, it's a pandemic. People are dying. We're trying to stop this the best we can. And he's out there. You know, it's like his little mini rallies now because he can't have the rallies. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how great he is. And then these people who now are living through this, I see are just like, ha ha, he got him. He called that guy a bad reporter. Got him. And I'm like, did you follow? And like, they're in it too, just for the fucking, the WWF storyline. They don't care mm-hmm. about the actual information. They will at some point here in the next couple of weeks. Mm. Will they? Well, all right. So do you have in the list of things to talk about um, the timing of when he wants to, to lift the you know federal re- recommendations for isolation? I don't uh, really. I mean, that just happened today, right? With Yesterday and today, yeah. Yesterday he talked about it in his press conference, and today he set the actual date. He wants – Right. he was on Fox News, because obviously that's where he goes, for a long interview, and he said that he wants the – he wants Easter – all the restrictions to be done, and he wants the churches to be packed. That's Isn't Easter wants. next week? No, it's April twelfth, uh, I think. Oh, I thought it was yep. like the first week of April this year somehow. No, it's a little bit later. But yeah, not nearly long enough is is the answer to the question. <laughs> but he sure. wants to do that. The, but the reason he wants to do that is because of the economic hit. He doesn't. He's putting a priority on money and the stock market and his friends over the American people. It's not a surprise. It's just horrific. disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lack of empathy. Yeah. It's it is crazy. I mean, he just cannot shut up about how great the economy is. Oh, it's going to shoot up great. It's going to be powerful. It's going to shoot mm-hmm. up like a rocket. Like based on what are you basing? Nobody goes. What are you basing that on? How do you know that? Right. Because look, I kicked out. <sighs> well, then stop having these things because they're pointless. Right. Or just don't don't have him go. Have the, the VP and all the medical doctors do it. I mean, the, the vice president when he's there is a unbelievable sycophant anyway so i think that's the right word sycophant yeah kiss ass he definitely is a sycophant so okay definitely definitely an ass kisser (laughs) it's unbelievable he spends half of the time he's talking kissing trump's ass if trump is there so just don't go they they all do though to some extent to some extent but no not like him yes he is the king yeah yeah (laughs) what else has he got to do what's the doctor's name fauci fauci Fauci. he didn't and now no. he's not being invited. The last couple of days, he hasn't been there. Well, right. that's because-, because Trump comes out and goes, yeah, things are looking great. Uh, it's going to be over soon. Don't Everything's going to be fine. Uh, now it's t- Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci goes, it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. And a lot of people are going to die. It's like he just contradicts him every time. Yeah. yeah. And he does it somewhat diplomatically, but he's, he's contradicting him. So there's only so much you can do. <laughs> last two days, he hasn't been there at all. I don't expect that to change. No. Well, I mean, a couple of um, press conferences ago, Trump turned to him and said, you're getting very popular. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. 
Yeah, because people actually trust him, and like they, they, he's actually trying to help. Yeah, and but he he's cannot also- be the he can't be the star. Trump has to be the star. Well, you know, all those doctors at the CDC told him he had a knack for this. I don't know why he's not in a lab with a fucking white coat on doing <laughs> tests and shit, looking at cultures. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a couple other things that I wanted to hit as far as uh, misinformation. Uh, the coronavirus did not come from space. I'm not going to hit on this too much, except it, it wouldn't survive in space. I'm just going to put it. It's very brief. If you want more, there's a, there's an article on space.com that goes into some detail as to why the virus didn't come from space. Uh, Jeff yeah. Bezos owns that website. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do this for every article? <laughs> Just playing devil's, devil's advocate. Uh, you know, came from space. It is not a fucking death sentence, this thing. No. You fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's joining in with you. Just what space.com would say. (laughs) Uh, Also, the coronavirus outbreak, uh, it does infect African-Americans just because people are black doesn't mean they can't get it. I don't know. Sorry about that. I think that one was me. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I think that I think I had said something about the that's why they that's why the NBA was the first thing to shut down. Because black people were not interested, and the only way to get them interested, because they were immune, was to <laughs> destroy the NBA in March Madness. Well, that seems highly racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so, there's an article on NBC News. Uh, Idris Elba will really, really have arguments with you if you say black people cannot be infected, because, hey, guess who's infected? Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, he seems nice. Well-known fact, Idris Elba is from Asgard. Not Earth. (laughs) (laughs) He does defend the Bifrost. Uh, Then there's an article that has a whole lot of- Wait, wait, can we just back up one second? I have a question. How prominent is this it came from space theory? Is this just like a- This gotta be a small group of people, right? It's gotta be a small group, but uh, it's it's got steam on social media. Because, I mean, probably for the same reason that the Flat Earthers have- you know, as much traction as they do. However, the flat earthers have died off a little bit. There's there's a whole, there's a problem Literally? with a global <laughs> pandemic and the whole idea of a flat earth. You really can't have a global pandemic on a flat earth. So. Hmm. <laughs> Be a, uh, yeah, yeah, a discus. A discus pl- pandemic? A, a dinner plate-demic? Yeah, what would you call that? <laughs> I, I don't know what they call it. But a, fl- the- a, fl- a flat plane pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but the when I said the died, well, they the- they really must hate flatten the curve. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so when I said that they were dying off, what I meant was the the searches for flat Earth, the website hits. There's uh, there's evidence that there's uh, less flat Earth conversation and and proselytizing than uh, than there used to be. So. Mm. The, the other article I was going to mention, vitamin C supplements will not help you fight off the coronavirus, but it may keep you healthy and a little bit more healthy anyway. Uh, wearing gloves doesn't do much either, because if you're wearing the glove and you touch where the a surface where the virus was and then you touch your face, it travels with the glove just as it would your fingers. Uh, also not useful against the virus, gargling warm water, drinking gallons of water, or blasting hot air in your face. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me I can't put a hair dryer? up to my nose and kill the virus <laughs> where I, I don't where was that i did see that That was a florida state something representative or something like that uh, no way oh, oh the video is is 
Mwah. 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 Right? So he just speaks up. And they're all doing their social distancing, and he's like, uh, I saw on the news on this, uh, there was a doctor came out, very prominent doctor, viruses can't live um, in over 130 Fahrenheit heat, so he said you could take a blow dryer and blow it into your nasal cavity, and that will thoroughly kill the virus. And everybody was like, <clears throat> um, uh, listen that, and then this woman spoke up and said, "You know, I just want to warn against people getting a lot of uh, misinformation out there. Not everything's true. Make sure you double check everything. It, you know, it went on that route, and then he goes, "I totally agree with that, but just for the record, I saw this on One America Network OAN uh. on the, and they and if anybody knows, they're the they're the most up and coming internet news site." And the doctor was real. He had credentials and everything like that. And he said that. But there, <laughs> but there is a lot of bullshit out there. I agree with that. <laughs> wow. Right. So just to, to follow up, he was the uh, Okeechobee County Commissioner yes. Bryant Culpepper. <laughs> Fucking Culpepper. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he continued to say that if you're worried about it going into your lungs, because that's where it turns into pneumonia, you can put a pan of water on the stove until it turns into steam and inhale it. It sounds too easy, but at this point, it's worth trying. Ooh. <sighs> no. Stop. Yeah. And no, Jeff, I did not mention bleach. However, the article does. <laughs> we, <Okay. laughs> we had previously talked about bleach. Bleach will kill the virus. Please don't drink that much bleach. Because <laughs> it will also kill you. Right. Oh, and, and you know, if you find that the um, supplements that you put in your fish tank have the same sounding ingredient as the the medication that Trump keeps talking about don't don't eat it cuz it can kill you so yeah, are people doing that yes, yes. Uh. a guy a guy and his wife uh, the guy died his wife was in critical condition because they they're like what is what's it called chloro chloroquine chloroquine hydrochloroquine yeah. they took this chloroquine mixture for their fish tank and i i somehow they ingested it ingested it <laughs> and he died he died. She went into critical condition. She's better now. But yes, wow. people people are doing this. She's still stupid, but she's better. <laughs> How can you be that fucking stupid and still operate in normal life? Not a lot of demands are put on you in a given day, dude. I guess <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Would they work on some state board in Okeechobee or? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, and I'm a little confused about this drug thing anyway. Like, I'm under. I I know for a fact that you know. Fauci was like, this thing, I don't know what everybody's talking about here. This thing's not tested. We don't know what the fuck's going on. And it's not supposed to kill the virus, right? It's supposed to help with the symptoms? Or what is this supposed to do? The medication is um, for lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. Which oh, are I thought it was on- a malaria. And malaria. And, mal- and malaria. Oh, yeah. So two of those are autoimmune disease. And the other one is a, um, a, it's a some kind of parasite. Malaria is actually some kind of parasite. I don't remember what. Um, so it, it's a... It's a broadly used medication that had very preliminary anecdotal evidence to help a little bit. And I thought now, it was to help the symptoms, not to eliminate the virus. Right. And, yeah. and if you look if you look at the, the, the study that they did, the one guy died. I, the Three of the people were taken off of it when they went into ICU. And whether they got better or not, who knows. But um, numerically, it was insignificant. I mean, it was, a, it was 30 people. So... Why Trump thinks that this is the the the, the miracle cure? Well, well he he's, grasp, he's grasping at straws for anything. Yeah, right. He's he grasping heard, at straws to make it. The, he yeah. heard the medication in some briefing and went, "Oh, it sounds like it's as promised." I wrote it down, and now I'm going to tell the American people to do it. And hence, people have died because of his spreading false information. 
Right. That's fine. That guy will not be missed. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, there are some benefits to this now. <laughs> I mean, if you're that dumb that not, I mean, not only do you believe Trump, like you don't read any follow up information and you just go, President said it's good. Also, this fish shit sort of has the same name. So let's just take it. Like, did they even have the virus, these people? Or were they just trying no. to. Pr- no, they didn't. Wow. Hey. They prophylactic. Uh, that's thin in the herd as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's chloroquine for the gene pool. Yeah, I yes. mean, wow. What were they going to contribute to society? Yeah. I was going to say, like you said, probably the next county commissioner. For yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so David Hayes is a Christian uh, activist, I guess. He's one of the <laughs> idiots. He's Apparently, he's known as the praying medic. He used to be a medic, but he says... Don't even give the coronavirus a second thought. QAnon hasn't been mentioning it, so it can't be that important. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, neither is God. I hear I God talks to me in my dreams, and he has yet to give me a dream about the virus, so it's not going to be that big of a deal. Just, you know, just don't worry about it, because God would have told me in my dreams. Uh, just so you know, I have a friend who's <laughs> way into QAnon. Uh, well, I shouldn't say friend. A guy that I went to high school with, who I'm sort of friendly with, and... He is not only posting stuff about it, but he's also posting stuff from a website called QAmedical.com. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't read any of it because it looks like it's like documents and stuff like that, like PDF documents that I don't know what Q's putting in there. But they're on top of it. Q Medical's on top of it. Oh, dear. Well, on this on this guy's show, apparently, he said that QAnon had not been talking about it, so it, it can't be that important. Oh. <laughs> I see. Again, sure. Believe both of them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the on, on this sentence, Christian activist. I was like, what? <laughs> how, how do you need Christian activism? You're ahead on all fronts. No, oh, no. no, no. Most persecuted people in the United States. Totally. Ian? <laughs> Jesus, there's a war on everything they love. <laughs> there's a war on everything they demand that we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime a gay person gets married, a Christian dies. No. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, somehow that's true, but I wish that that were true in the way you were saying it's true. <laughs> Every dollar RuPaul makes is a dollar taken out of a Christian family's mouth. <laughs> so next article I have from the Washington Post is talking about, and we already kind of touched on this, it's talking about churches wanting to continue to have congregations come in because, of course, they are. Who else are they going to fleece? Mm. Yeah, where they got no money coming in. Right, God, exactly. God's not providing in this time of need. <laughs> there was a group of pastors who were saying that they they want to uh, they want to continue to have services. One of them even said that half of his church is ready to lick the floor to prove that the there is no actual virus. Do it. Ew. Do it. <laughs> that floor's not going to clean itself either way. So yeah, chop chop. Well, it amused me that people are recommending that a bunch of churches do online services. But how do you put the money in the bucket if you're online? PayPal. Oh, PayPal. <laughs> sure. Yep. PayPal, Patreon. Come on. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> iWallet. Is, yeah, there's a cash app. Cash app, baby. <laughs> Venmo. Really, it's just unlimited. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we say cash app enough, they'll they'll advertise on our show. And actually, the the, the Korean guy out by Jared does this all the time. He's his his ministry is online, mm-hmm. so and in person, he get you get you can get you can get a twofer with him. Yeah, 
I'm a little upset that I'm going to be probably voting by mail and not get to see him on April 28th. <laughs> That's a good, we should reiterate that again. Pennsylvania people, and actually a bunch of other states, look into vote by mail. Your state may have it. Do it this year. It's a, it's a good idea. Yeah, do, you know, do, you, do you know every day this week I thought about doing it and I heard Karen like disappointing me like, why aren't you doing this yet? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to take care of this today and I have not done it yet. <laughs> Jared. That's awesome. I heard the same thing. <laughs> And then I uh, then it was a twofer because one I remembered I'm a Republican so who cares mm. <laughs> and I was uh, you know completely unwilling to to accept the idea that I wouldn't just get to go out and vote like a normal human being by November so mm. why why put forth extra effort good point okay I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not a Republican so Karen you can rub it in my face that I haven't done it yet <laughs> it takes five minutes you need your driver's license end of list. And however long you've lived let, in your house, you have to know the. the let, let me let me check my let me look at my ballot real quick. All right, <laughs> Trump. Trump was my choice. Mm. Actually, that's not true. He's got uh, primary opponents, doesn't he? He does. I thought. Oh, I thought he had eliminated all the Republican primaries. A lot of the them. States not agreed. All of them. Oh, okay, good. It's most. <laughs> Some. I couldn't believe he was bitching that the press was not talking about his primary victories, only Bernie's and Biden's. <laughs> what? It's all about him. We have determined this a number of times and reaffirmed it. <sighs> you know, so, I heard a very disturbing fact. Sorry, Ray. No problem. Uh, that there's a probably a 50-50 chance that when this coronavirus thing is done, that we're either going to be in a total uh, dictatorship or... It's everything's going to change so much with like UBI and the environment and stuff like that, that we're going to be in some kind of utopia (laughs) (laughs) that could go either way. I do Uh, not give that a 50 50 shot. Utopia (laughs) is a long shot. Well, I mean, in regards to like, I mean, now people have like actual physical things that they can look at when, when they say, oh, my God, you know, you cut down on traffic in Venice. We can see into the water now or Mm -hmm. smog levels are actually down. I can go outside and breathe. You know, like when, you know, because most of the time you're like, oh, it won't make a difference. And now they're like, holy shit, it actually makes a difference. It's like a they should. Yeah, they showed some picture of like some beach in, in Miami, like from one for just one week of nobody going to it and what it looked like. And people were like, that's insane. So maybe like there might be some changes and, you know, uh, maybe the UBI. I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. They didn't come to a conclusion today either, right? No, they're still fighting. No, because Dem- of course Democrats we- are still trying to kill everybody in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Republicans want the money to go to businesses, and they want a slush fund that Trump would determine where the money goes. I wonder where it would go. And Democrats are like, no, how about we send it to the people? The people that actually need to put food on their tables? And then Steve is like, I'm giving everybody 600 bucks. Yeah. What more do you want? (laughs) That's a simplified argument. That that number goes down every time I hear it. It gets more and more disappointing. Yeah. I heard it was like 600, like if you made under 75,000 or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people are just throwing around numbers, and it's absurd, and it's, you know, pretty common. But, you know, 2000 went to 1000 down to 600 By the time I get a check, it'll be for $200. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a one-time thing. And, like, Bernie Sanders is like, we should be doing this every month, you morons. Yeah. So one of the other theories that the reason that Trump is um, turning around and wants to get things back and running again is, is hitting his personal business. I mean, he's – a number of his uh, resorts have shut down. Doral shut down. Mar-a-Lago shut down. And he's losing money right now. Except, well, the company that I, he divested himself from, ha ha ha, is losing money. Yeah, how does he know what's going on? <laughs> yeah, good question. But yeah, he's losing a lot of money at the moment, personally. Didn't he also not cop to the, when they asked him, like, are your own businesses going to get this bailout money? And he was like, I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> if it's if it's due to them, sure, they are affected by the by the slowdown. But it, he wants a general um, slush fund that he gets to determine who gets the money. Oh, yeah, Democrats insane. are fighting against that, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. But is it true Nancy Pelosi put in thirty five million dollars to the to the John F Kennedy Foundation or or something like that? It sounds unlikely. Depends. I don't know. What do they do? I don't yeah, know, the I, Kennedy, it was the Kennedy <laughs> Center or something like that. I don't know. Like, obviously, people are not reading this bill, or they think they're reading it, and they just think the Democrats want to kill everybody for some reason. And like, <laughs> no, and everyone's like, they're trying to get you more money, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you trust? Who do you trust more at this point? I mean, what was it? Lieutenant Governor of Texas said that he would lay down his life so that his children would have a better e- American economy in the future. Grandchildren, sorry. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. They're ready to sacrifice the grandparents and the parents of this country in order to get businesses money. Yeah, That's but he also, he also said things were going great. Yeah. Things were looking top notch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people have been doing that. have been saying that it's a hoax, that saying things are fine. Now, this was from last week, so it's a little dated, but uh, it has five people who are coronavirus doubters. Is how it's labeled. First, Dr. Drew Pinsky and Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider was on <laughs> Dr. Pinsky's program. Rob Schneider. And said <laughs> that uh, the Oh, you didn't know Rob Schneider is a crazy fucking conservative now? Apparently. Yeah. Hardcore. Huh. Coronavirus crackdowns, he says, are nothing more than political stunts by elected officials to seeking the spotlight. Hmm. A lot of people listen to Dr. Drew, and I don't, I just don't get it. I think Dr. Drew's on the, off the off the, the reservation as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I ain't even hanging out with fucking uh, what's his name too long. Oz. The, the, no, the, the <laughs> shittier version of Jimmy Kimmel. What's his name? Adam Carolla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm both happy and sad that I knew that <laughs> with just that clue. <laughs> Obviously, uh, of the five people, Sean Hannity made the list. He was talking about death rates and how, how the numbers aren't real. He very clearly is selective in picking what he wants to talk about. Uh, Jerry Falwell makes the list. He said that, nah. that North Koreans are behind the virus. He's right. just going to make stuff up. And uh, Ron Paul made the list. He said that the uh, the coronavirus was a big hoax. He says that it's a big host with the actual danger of, of the disease massively exaggerated by those who seek profit from the ensuing panic. Ron Paul. Is this Ron or Ron or Rand? Ron. 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 Still talking, huh? Yep. Well, this this was last week before he found out that didn't isn't Rand Paul have it? Yep. Oh yeah. Not only did yeah. Rand Paul have it, he was he spreading it. it like wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, after he got the test. And before he got the results, he went to the gym in the Senate, was it? He swam in the pool. Swam in the pool. Nice. Yeah. He, he also hung out with uh, Mitt Romney's in freaking quarantine now because he used to, he sat next to him in the Senate. Right. The, 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 whole, the room is filled with, you know, 70-year-old people and up. Well, if you think that it's a hoax, why wouldn't yeah. you? Sure. It's now, not going to end well. <laughs> in sort of Rand Paul's defense... I'm sure he got the test done, but didn't get the results for a few days. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, instead of taking any precaution, he just, you know. Went on with his life, yeah. Yeah, and then when he found out, he clearly was, uh, I don't know. Now but he, then I then I thought it was way further because I forgot. Rand Paul's a fucking doctor. Yep. <laughs> he, he's an ophthalmologist. 
still a doctor. <laughs> yeah. He went to medical school just like every yeah. other doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he just chose to specialize. Really, the only thing that surprises me from hearing this story is that his neighbor punched him in the face only once. Like, I'm surprised it's not all of his neighbors and not every day. And funnily enough, the reason that he went in to get the coronavirus check was because he'd been around people in CPAC and um, he was concerned because his lung was compromised by that guy because he shoved his rib into his lung. Oh, oh yeah, nice. He, his lung was punctured by that guy, by his neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, it's funny to me. Funny. Yeah, I find myself drifting to dark places, mm. especially when you do something like that. You know, just again, everybody who comes out with this bravado and these, this cavalier attitude about it is always the one who it gets immediate retribution. Mm. I want to touch all the microphone guy, NBA, <laughs> Utah Jazz guy, immediately destroyed the entire NBA. Rand Paul and his dad is like, Buzz, a hoax. Thanks, I'm a doctor. I know better. Totally has the coronavirus. I hope his dad gets it, and I hope he dies from it, and I hope it haunts him <laughs> all the time. <laughs> What's worse is that he's killing it for Trump because now all these Republican senators can't fucking vote on this stupid bill. <laughs> right. Right now, it's 47 versus 47 in the Senate. Ooh. They have yeah, no majority. Did, yeah, didn't Ted Cruz have to quarantine himself twice? <laughs> like, <laughs> like something happened, he did the quarantine, came out, touched somebody, he's like, fuck, I gotta go back in. <laughs> The universe is working overtime to get rid of Ted Cruz. Uh, could it work overtime on Matt Gates as well? Jeff brought him uh, up. And I, I, just, it, I wish it could, yeah. but he's got that full gas mask thing, so he's safe. <laughs> so I did uh, another person who is not helping. Do you remember the woman in Philadelphia? What I don't know what her title is. She's a state representative, I think. Stephanie Burrowicks, who uh, you remember? Har she Harrisburg. Harrisburg, not Philadelphia. Oh, I think, doesn't she, rep maybe she represents Philadelphia. Uh, maybe, yeah. In any case, she, she w went on the floor and gave a speech, and it was after the first Muslim woman uh, got elected in, in the same house. She made a speech that included the word Jesus like 12 times. Which, I vaguely do remember her now, yes. Yeah. We talked about her on the show, yeah. Yep. So she has come out and called for a statewide day of atonement she wants a state day of humiliation fasting mm -hmm. and prayer humiliation humiliation yes. <laughs> what do we have to do <laughs> no it's because of what we did i mean it's our fault that god has smote us with this virus right so but how do we humiliate ourselves do we like all go out and slip on a banana peel do we <laughs> do we have to flog ourselves like what is it <laughs> well i think it's flogging and you know the, the 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 priests when they actually become priests they lay flat out on the ground and you know kiss feet and all that stuff do all husbands have to be a cuck for one day <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure it'll be more about women being subservient oh okay and yeah, it's all about the <laughs> sins that we have committed. And again, I think she's referencing LGBTQ stuff, uh, different laws that have tried to have been passed. And man, this woman, she needs to, she needs to go. Oh, cannot stand yes, her. Yes, she does. Yeah, has Pat Robertson blamed this on the gays yet? Oh, I'm sure he has. But <laughs> if he thinks it's real, <laughs> I know we've explored it on this show, and I know Jared has mentioned it, and and I I just can't agree more with Jared. Like I realize that it is misplaced in the worst possible way but can you imagine having 
the passion for something that these people have for hating the gays that you could direct for something good, that would feel magnificent, I think. <laughs> like, mm. I can't... Like, all this woman does is wakes up in the morning, thinks about how to make life worse for gay people, eats lunch, thinks about how to make life worse for gay people, and then goes to bed. Like, how do you have that kind of drive and then waste it on something like hating the gays? <laughs> it is amazing. It's yeah. amazing! <sighs> it's absolutely amazing. Like, there's just, there's nothing that... Uh, there's no unhate that I have that comes close to the amount of hate that she has, and it it's it's kind hate, of a downer. It's hate is a better fuel than love. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the the crazy ironic part about it is is that the the book that she says she worships is in large part about loving thy neighbor. I mean, yeah. the whole second part, the whole second half of it is about being good to good to people, and yes. she is completely fucking it up. Yeah, people who believe in what you believe, and as long as your neighbors are white. Right. right. You're missing the part where love thy neighbor includes the people that – the neighbors who look like you. Those are the ones that you're required to love. Not your Muslim neighbors. Fuck those guys. What does it actually say in the Bible about that? Is it just the people that look like you, or is it everybody? Love thy neighbor means your neighbor who is not necessarily the same as you. Well, in the case of love thy neighbor, that was uh, my understanding. My recollection is that that is a quote from from Jesus, and that you're supposed to love the love your neighbor as yourself, and that includes. I mean, people. When I was brought up, it was to mean that love that your neighbor was somebody who was not a member of your family. Like you're supposed mm -hmm. to love your family, and that's Old Testament stuff. Love your family, but your neighbors as well. Uh, that was Jesus saying. You know, not just your family, but everybody else. However, if you go and look at a lot of the, the Old Testament um, and how the, the rules are set up, how the laws are set up, the the rules of, of, of how you should be with somebody only pertain to the Jewish people. If you were not a Jew, if you were not a member of the tribe, none of those rules applied. Mm. So, and, it, Well, that's how you can get away with slavery yeah, and stuff. Yes. So, sure. But a member of the tribe is not necessarily your local family a member of the tribe is anybody that thinks like you so your family can be anybody in your church is family yes okay and yeah jeff is right there's only two sentences that talk about hating gays obviously i don't have the verses memorized but there's uh it's basically there's two places that it says that do, a man should not lie with a man the way that a man lies with a woman that's an abomination there's two different places that that line is stated hmm. and, and they're very similar but, but well, there's it. also things about m mixing fabrics and, and shellfish and all kinds of other stuff. So, oh, you know, yeah, they're, they're being very specific about what they're picking. Those <laughs> are laws. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. There's no law. There's no Jewish law about being gay or not being gay. There's, that's not, sure. that doesn't exist. Those are, there are absolutely laws about not working on the Sabbath and not eating shellfish and not mixing fabrics or, or crossing uh, plants. That There are laws mm. about that and it's okay to violate those. I don't I don't know how that follows, but <laughs> yeah. so in any case, that was a tangent. That was, sorry. Every once in a while, it's good to remind ourselves of what it actually says in the Bible. Right. Not that it matters. The Bible was still just written by a bunch of Bronze Age fuckheads. <laughs> um, well, hey, liter literacy in the Bronze Age is rare. So to be able to write a whole book, good on them. <laughs> Washington Post. This is an interesting article. Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling, you know... 
emotional distress about the coronavirus, take a look at this no. article from the Washington Post, if you are. I'll try and sum it up in just a few lines. It, it's it's a good read, but the idea is if you have negative emotions, you shouldn't just suppress them. You should accept your negative emotions, acknowledge that there's a reason that you might feel sad or angry about the changes that you've had to, to put up with. And or uneasy or, you know, or anxious. I don't. I, I told Ray this. We had to go to the supermarket last weekend. I don't like feeling anxious in a supermarket. That's wrong. <laughs> mm. But the article is basically accept your emotions, acknowledge it. Don't just suppress it and and fight against it and try and laugh about it because eventually that shit will kind of catch up with you. You need mm -hmm. to just acknowledge what's going on and then work through it. Uh, try and and reinvent self-care, understand what you need to do to, to keep yourself emotionally stable, uh, reflect on actual facts, um, and not, <laughs> don't, don't let the emotions drive you to do something that you wouldn't, you wouldn't normally do. Anyway. Yeah. Who is, who the fuck is that for? <laughs> if you could, I mean, seriously, if you, most people are probably already doing that. The people who aren't don't read the New York times. Yeah. Well, that's, that's or the Washington post or wherever yeah, I did, did, you want to talk about a fucking tangent? Uh, <laughs> I does anybody watch that documentary on HBO on fake news? No, no, uh, it just came. It just I think it just came out. Um, yeah. I I watched like an hour's worth of it. Um, I had to shut it off because I was just getting so mad at it. But when they go through the whole comet ping pong story, you know the you know how John Podesta was running a, a child sex ring in the basement. Mm. Yeah. With Hillary Clinton, which drove that guy to drive all the way from fucking North Carolina to Washington with a shotgun in his hand to go into the fucking place and have the, the workers describing what was happening. It is fucking insane. Insane. Mm. And and that's a guy who's driven by his emotions, you know, and stuff like that. And again, not reading this because he got his news from Alex Jones right. and fucking <laughs> and uh, oh, man, they talk about this other guy in there and they, he's on camera and there's an, there's another dude. I forget his name, but like this is the guy. He's like the king of fake news before fake news was even a thing. Um, he started the birther thing or he heard about the birther thing and started pushing that and has all these Joey salads. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. a quick reminder. Uh, Joey salads pissed in his own mouth on camera. Um, you have to say that every time his name is mentioned. <laughs> uh, no, I if I told if I could remember the guy's name, you would you would go, oh, I've heard that name before. But it is it's crazy what people will believe and get driven to do. By, and these people are just profiting off it. They know it's horseshit. The one guy says it. He's like, I, it's bullshit. I use it as a weapon. What's truth anymore? There's no truth anymore. Mm. <sighs> There's just profit. Yeah. Making people crazy. The The whole idea of, of um, people believing that stuff, though, is what fascinates me. I mean, it, I think conspiracy theories are trying to be a member of an exclusive club. You want to be... Um, Smarter than the than everybody else, you know the inside story, and I think it's 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 a dangerous path to go down. Clearly, because well, I mean, there's also just straight up bullshit lies. Yes, you, you know. <laughs> and listen, even the Democrats started doing it. I didn't. Did you guys know that during the Roy Moore, Doug Jones thing, there was Democrat-run fake websites pretending to be Republicans saying that they're voting for Roy Moore because he's for a dry Alabama, <laughs> that that they were trying to eliminate uh, alcohol in the state. Wow. 
to the point where they were they were making <laughs> fake YouTube videos of Christian old ladies uh, teaching people how to make non-alcoholic mint juleps and shit like that, and keep Alabama dry vote for Roy Moore. Well, that's like, an ex- that's an extension of the um, you know when they go low, we we go high backlash. Right. It's like no, when they go low, you go lower. That's going lower. Oh yeah, I mean, I was like, fine, go ahead, do it. If they're you know. <laughs> Start playing the game they're playing, but even still, I was just like, this is not just a Republican, although it's mostly Republican. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like this is, this isn't, this isn't new. This is just no. exacerbated by our, you know, our, the, the number of media outlets and exposure that we have. I yes. feel like this has been, surely this has been going on for all of time. Yeah. Mm, I would say, though, I mean, again, and I'm going back to it, and I'm saying it again, the internet is going to destroy this world. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. It will, it will amplify it to the point where it is, you know, corrosive and it completely erodes society. But I, I you know, I'm also, and maybe I need to do more research. But you know, according to places like Drunk History, they told me that part of Thomas Jefferson's platforms, flyers that his people were passing out, were saying, "Don't vote for John Adams; he died." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, fa- yeah, fake news has been a thing, but the spread is so much easier. You're right because back in the day, if I had a theory about Comet Ping Pong. I could maybe get four people in my town and maybe a couple other stragglers. They were showing the numbers on the Pizzagate subreddit and how mm-hmm. it just like exploded, like from like 500 people to like 50,000 people to 100,000 people. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, the, the sphere of influence is just so much larger because of social media. Your sphere of influence previously was the, the street corner and as far as your leaflets would go. Now- sure. It's the whole world. Mm. Yeah. And it really shows how dumb people are. Yeah. It Come does. on, people. How, 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 we how can just use this for fucking porn and video games. Stop ruining <laughs> this thing I love. <laughs> Good point. Well, I mean, human beings are, we've evolved to trust each other because it doesn't mean, it, it prevents us from having to learn everything from scratch all, every time. So we, we trust each other and we learn from each other. And if people are lying, we're not prepared for it. We didn't evolve in such a way that that we are prepared to doubt people that we trust. I don't know. There's got to be there's got to be a happy medium between complete distrust of everything and accepting of everything. Like obviously, when somebody presents information with me, I usually have a raised eyebrow. Always mm-hmm. at first to go, okay, I need to. I, I have to confirm. You know what? What did Reagan say? Trust but confirm. Trust but verify. Trust but verify, right? Like, that's what I need to do. Now, I have people that I'm friends with who straight up do not believe a fucking thing. Everything's a goddamn scam. (laughs) And I have another friend that no matter what information is presented to her, it's gospel. Mm. There's a happy medium in there somewhere. (laughs) Right. Like, I I just, you know, I just feel like everybody's on both extremes. I mean, people were were voting for Joe Biden because they, for some reason... They thought he was better on Medicare than mm. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. People also don't pay attention, though, so that's part of that. Yeah, they're too busy fucking eating up bullshit on the internet when there's actual facts you can get. Right, and watching reality TV. That also rots people's brains. So I want to get into this before we run out of time. There's actually several different things that have been happening in the Trump administration, I don't have a good transition, so I just interrupted. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the, we were done. There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on in the Trump administration that's not making the news because the news is nothing but coronavirus. And uh, a, a lot of it is on uh, being kept on the keep track 
on Reddit. Um, she's doing a great job compiling information, but let me hit a few things. There was a purge that happened by Richard Grinnell. He is a Trump loyalist. He was put in charge of uh, the National Counterterrorism Center. He fired the uh, acting director and his deputy uh, this last week. They basically, they walked into a room and the new guy in charge said, how long would it take you to leave? Um, the guy was completely caught flat-footed and said, I guess a few weeks. And he said, great, we'll afford you the opportunity to retire. And he was like, oh. now the reason that they were fired was because Trump is trying to purge the National Counterterrorism Center. And uh, these people weren't firing anyone. They were refusing to uh, to limit the numbers down. And people are, have been saying that since Al-Qaeda and ISIS uh, are done, they should be downsizing <laughs> the center. Except they're not done. They're not done. And a lot of people say, actually, former intelligence chiefs are saying they were already understaffed. And uh, there was a letter put forward uh, in the Washington Post, and there's another one in, in uh, non-paywalled, uh, that says that not only should the terrorist groups still be monitored, but we should actually look at some of the alt-right groups that are coming up because they are committing to terroristic-like threats. Southern Poverty Law Center reported that there was a 55% increase in the number of far-right extremist groups since 2017. People who are, they, they label them as accelerationists. They believe mass violence is necessary to bring about the collapse of the pluralistic society. So we become too divided and they think it's coming to violence. So there's purging going on within the administration that's not making the news. Also, the director of the Office of Personnel Management resigned suddenly last week after being treated poorly by a new head of the Office of Presidential Personnel. This guy's story is interesting. John McEntee, uh, he was a Fox News production assistant. He then joined the Trump campaign uh, to uh, try and to help execute rallies at 27 years old. Huh. Uh, he became Trump's body man, which is like a personal aide who accompanies the president everywhere. Um, he was forced to resign due to gambling debts that had prevented him oh. from gaining a security clearance. I remember him. Uh, so Trump's re-election campaign, when, when he resigned from the, the White House staff, the, his re-election campaign immediately hired him. And then McEntee returned to the White House to direct the Office of Presidential Personnel, uh, where Trump tasked him with identifying and purging officials who were thought to not be loyal enough to the president. So they, he couldn't get a security clearance. So he was, he was let go. The campaign hired him, and then he got put back in charge of the people who are in charge of security clearances. That is why the director of Office of Personnel resigned last week, because the guy wow. McEntee was made his boss. It's amazing. Way so to, the guy way, way to way to stand up to him by just leaving. Right. <laughs> yeah. these these people just leave all the time. Yeah. Well, this used to be a significant thing. Well, I'll, you you'll have my resignation, and it would be this big deal. And now it doesn't even make the news. Now, granted, yeah. we've got we've got some other stuff to listen to, but. <laughs> Something that astounded me, the Department of Justice filed a motion to dismiss charges against 
Concord Management and Consulting and Concord. Why does that sound familiar? Concord Catering. Both of these companies are Putin's chef, Yevgeny Prigozhin. He was indicted by the Mueller. Both companies, as well as 13 Russians, were indicted by, by the Mueller investigation. Yeah, so the Department of Justice is moving to dismiss the indictments against the companies. While, while we're distracted. Yep. Great. A Trump-appointed mm-hmm. judge is uh, moving to continue a hold on the Trump taxes investigation. Uh, and basically until McGahn makes his statement, which could be maybe the end of April, but maybe even not, uh, because we don't know with the coronavirus stuff going on. So the the whole Trump taxes thing has been put on hold. Uh, there was news put out by the Washington Post that Mitch McConnell, pu- not publicly, but not that privately, has been contacting sitting judges who were appointed by Reagan, Bush Sr. and Bush Jr., who are... Elderly who can retire yeah. and telling them that they should retire now, like this year, <laughs> like right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that Trump can appoint other people because that's the one thing they've been really good at doing is replacing all the judges. Yeah. I was going to say that's a hundred percent happening. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if he's doing that though, because he thinks Trump's going to get reelected. Well, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. According to the New York times, the Republicans are a little worried. So they want to replace as many judges as they can right now with younger judges who are going to be there forever. Yeah. I mean, listen, this coronavirus shit ain't helping him in oh, no. any way. No, it really this, isn't. This is not gaining him support. No. Well, it's, it's one, he's handling it poorly, and his poor handling of it is being broadcast. I mean, it's very public. And the economy tanking, that was his one saving grace, according to Republicans. Wait Gonna shoot till- up like a rocket! <laughs> Wait till some of his base start dying off, because that's going to happen the way he's handling it. Or start losing jobs. Both are going to happen, yeah. While we were in looking, Kentucky voting restrictions went into place. They approved a new photo ID requirements. So that will be great for Mitch McConnell's re-election. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the ways that the, they're cheating is making sure that uh, minorities, African-Americans, have a harder time voting. I thought Kentucky had a Democrat. They do. Now. They do have Andy Bashir, a Democrat, who can veto the bill. However, they're saying that the Re- Republicans have enough vote to override the veto. Wow. You know, I have a sneaking suspicion that even if we weren't in the midst of a pandemic, we would have heard about all these stories and this outcome would be exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing true. would have happened. I just like to keep But it's track. all being Yeah, but it's it's all being done without any public discussion right now because everybody's distracted. Well, good. Maybe we can focus on the ones, you know, in the past that we haven't gotten to. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh one bit of I guess good news, Duncan Hunter California representative who uh, resigned. He was just sentenced to 11 months in jail and three years of probation after pleading guilty to misusing campaign funds. When's his pardon coming? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, his his wife has not been sentenced yet. This was the one that I found amusing that at the end he blamed his wife because she handled all the finances, according to him. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the d- divorce papers to hit. He was also flying a pet rabbit around on a jet, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, pet something. Yeah, I'm was pretty it, sure it was it a rabbit. I'm pretty, I think it was a rabbit. All right. I'm not going to go as far as say it was a private plane, but... <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. No. One thing of international news, uh, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, responded to the International Criminal Court, 
who said that they were going to be investigating the U.S. forces in Afghanistan and possible war crimes that were committed. Pompeo put out a statement that says, it's recently come to my attention, blah, blah, blah. I'm examining this information and considering what the United States' next steps will be, we want to identify those responsible for this partisan investigation and their family members who may want to travel to the United States or engage in activity that is inconsistent with making sure we protect Americans. Wow. So Pompeo threatened the members of the International Criminal Court and their families. Damn. Amnesty International put out a statement saying, Perpetrators the world over now have a clear message from the United States. Pompeo's open threat against the family members of ICC staff is an ominous move. If there remained any doubt that the Trump administration's hostility toward courts is fundamentally punitive and callous in nature, these doubts have now been dispelled. So the international community is well aware of what the Trump administration is uh, capable of. So there you go. That's my wrap up of things that have been happening behind the scenes. Yeah, way to put it on a good happy <laughs> note there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. How about this? Jim Baker has stopped selling his uh, silver mixture. Is that that's good, right? That's well, good. That means there's a vacuum in the market, Ian. <laughs> I know we got a strike. <laughs> He's now selling magical seeds, though. You can buy them uh, by the tub, I guess. Tub of seeds that he says will make you healthy and fight <laughs> high blood sugar, and you can make your own medicine out of the what you can grow. Um, he doesn't actually say it'll fight the coronavirus, but it's, I mean, Implied. it's right there. So you can get a tub of seeds for $99. You know, <laughs> I know I always ask this question, but do you think there's a moment where Jim is at home with his wife, it's quiet, and they're both standing in the living room looking at each other, and then all of a sudden he just goes, oh my god, we're so full of shit. <laughs> like, do you, or do you think they just keep this lie up even when they're alone? I don't know. I, mean, I just... <laughs> I mean, does he have um, just, you know, a, a staff of people that, okay, they go, okay, this one looks like it's going to work. And they hand it to him and he gets in front of the camera. Or right, is but- it a complete bullshit? I mean, you're, I mean, like, if this thing was so fucking great and he's mm. a man of God, why isn't he giving it away for free? Or at cost. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's got to be a moment where the two of them are, like, having a quiet dinner and, like, like I can't keep the straight up any longer, right? You know we're full of shit, right? And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're so full of shit. Oh, my God. Look <laughs> at where we live. I mean, for fuck's sake, we're going to hell if this, if we're right about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine it being otherwise. He has to know. He has to be aware that he's just fleecing people. Yeah. He can't be this good at it accidentally. Mm. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, it's not like he's some moronic pawn that's not benefiting off of this, you know, and working for a company. Yeah, very true. Wow. All right. um, I want to hit a few things, and this is just flying in the face of the coronavirus. Hobby Lobby uh, told employees Mm -hmm. that they still have to come to work. They're not closing because, you know, God... God's on their side. In well, spoke Bar- to the founder's wife. Barbara's, yeah, Barbara Green, the guy's wife. I don't have his name in front of me, but David Green, uh, who's the owner or founder. His wife had a prayer and, uh, yeah, God said that they should just keep going. God's in control. So, yeah, good for them. Uh-huh. Not good for their employees. <sighs> but. Well, those people, the employees just need to tighten their belts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby and GameStop, never going to close. <laughs> oh, no, I heard GameStop is finally closing. 
Yeah, they did in the end. Yeah. Well, to hear uh, Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania pulled their business license. Oh, he you, did? Yeah. You are not necessary for the sus- sus- sustaining life. Your business license is now gone. Hmm. And they went, okay, fine. <laughs> I, you know, I and I kind of understand GameStop's move because they're already on thin ice, I, as I believe. Sure. Because who the fuck buys a hard copy of a game anymore? Nobody. Yeah. Um, granted, when the, when the internet gets shut down, it's all going to bite us in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably just a desperate move to be like, oh, we cannot afford a shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually scary. There's probably a lot of businesses that can't afford a shutdown. There's going to be a lot of businesses that don't come back from mm. this. Yeah. Very true. Especially if they're saying it's going to last as long as, uh, you know, even though Trump's like, any day now, the economy's yeah. going to be back. Like, everyone's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of churches aren't closing either. We heard last week I had a story in South Korea on how well that worked out for them. But uh, we have a story. This is just one out of several. But in Louisiana, the Life Tabernacle Church hosted 1,825 people at their Sunday morning service. 1,800 people. One place. 26 buses were used to pick them up. And you can see them. A bunch of them are like... They're they're crying. They're 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 holding hands. They're like the amount of bodily fluid being exchanged. It's it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I see a couple of people in the audience who are wearing masks. So I'm sure that'll work out yeah. for them. No doubt, they're fine. They're the infected. We put masks on them so they don't infect anybody else. <laughs> the Life Tabernacle Church, as Jeff says, soon to be the Death Tabernacle Church. Then what? It, where uh, where am I going? Malaysia, I Malaysia is another one. Um, a gathering of 16,000 Muslims at a mosque to pray about the coronavirus. 16,000 gathered in the world's biggest Islamic missionary movement. Uh, it hosts half dozen nations, creating the largest viral vector in Southeast Asia. <laughs> Uh, 620 people connected to the uh, the conclave have tested positive in Malaysia. 73 in Brunei are tied to the gathering. 10 cases in Thailand and at least two deaths related to the coronavirus just from that gathering. It's religion. It's leading the way. We're positive dolphins and, and killer whales are not smarter than us. <laughs> no. We're, we're positive about this. I'm going to throw in a story about our lo- in local news. Um, a local Presbyterian church, one of the three, no, I think we're up to seven cases in our local area now, is a local Presbyterian minister who was on a sabbatical, was out in, I don't know, Micronesia somewhere. And then he went to New Orleans, because that's where he's from. His family's from there. He was there over, or close to Mardi Gras, flew back to State College and immediately put himself into quarantine because he was concerned that he had the coronavirus. And indeed he did. So in, that is the case that we know about locally here in State College, Pennsylvania. A pastor, who at least this one didn't go and, you know, infect all of his parishioners. It's actually, if you can put that article in the file, I'll put it on the website. It's actually an interesting read. He talks about the the symptoms and dealing with it. And uh, something that I hadn't heard until I read that article was the fact that uh, part one of the symptoms is that you lose the sense of taste and smell. Uh, the coronavirus can cause... Yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah. You just can't smell or taste anything. That's that's weird. <laughs> I had not heard that before. I smoke, man, so I'll never know if I have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in follow-up local news, my job's still open. What? Yes, you provide a service that allows people to work from home. Uh, that, and uh, we got... <laughs> that. This for me, I would normally say, are you sitting down? But maybe you don't need to be sitting down. <laughs> 
because of because all the Apple stores and the Best Buy stores had to close, Apple decided they couldn't go completely without licensed service centers. Oh. So they wrote a letter to the governor, and the governor extended us an exemption. Hmm. Apple wow. said, yeah, the governor's like, close. Apple's like, no. Mm-mm. And they were like, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you no longer have to close. So, yeah, my job's open. Wow. Yeah, I was impressed. I well, am can lose my license if I go show a house. <laughs> wow. Did you talk to Tim Cook? <laughs> I bet he could get you a letter. <laughs> Listen, when 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 Apple gets into the fucking real estate game, that's when I'm packing up. All right. <laughs> Somehow AccuWeather is still open. How that happened, I don't know. They're saving lives. It's true. Yeah, that's not their job, uh-huh. but they're saving. Li- now, keep in mind, I still, uh, you know, have not gone back to work, but mm. I could. Man, how are we not playing video games every fucking day together, man? What are you doing? I'm uh, trying to educate Owen. Oh, that's right. You got a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it every time. We we wake up, do school stuff, do fun stuff, lunch, school stuff, fun stuff, and uh, family stuff when Kelly gets home. So I've got uh, just, I've got two stories. Did you have some, Karen? Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, the gun stores, or some gun store and a customer sued the the government and said we are a life sustaining entity and the governor said all right fine whatever and said they could stay open so gun stores are open in Pennsylvania Phew. glad to know that I heard guns record sales yeah Gonna shoot um, that shoot that virus in an, in an obvious segue uh, at the store laptop sales are through the roof sure <laughs> killing it laptop sales <laughs> great. <laughs> Good for business. Yeah, and now I can't buy a fucking Nintendo Switch. Mm. Sorry. Because it's fucking virus. Now it's finally hit me home. <laughs> hit, hit, hit me. Man. When did it become real for Jared? <laughs> when I was like, hey, I'm going to play a dumb kids game with my girlfriend. Because <laughs> it looks fun. So I've got a couple more positive stories to end it on. Uh, this one was an international story that I thought was worth it. The Sudan is looking to change their law. They have a uh, a, a apostasy law that is punished with death. Yeesh. So they're looking to removing that law from their constitution and replacing it with an article criminalizing takfir, which is the act of accusing another individual of being a, an apostate or non-believer. So they're not only removing death to non-believers but they're replacing it with if you call someone a non-believer as an as an act of of harassment that will be criminalized not with death but Uh it will be criminalized and fined (laughs) that's that's quite the 180 right there that's still the sudan Mm. right but still progress Uh, yeah no not really but (laughs) any little bit whatever exactly i'll take it (laughs) And finally, this one just for uh, humor value, back on the coronavirus in a way, but there is a a bar called the Devil Lounge. It is a strip club in Oregon. Uh, they are not shutting down because they have changed their business dynamic. They have the, their strippers will now deliver food that they so they have a club that they would make food in the club so you could go to the strip club you could eat your pub food whatever well that's shut down but they they didn't want to completely shut down so now their food service which is not shutting down the strippers will uh deliver the food to you at a exorbitant extra little fee of $30 
Maybe that's not exorbitant for a stripper at your house, but in any case. <laughs> uh, well, wait, is she just dropping the food off or do I get a dance? Well, they go out with just uh, really tight bottoms and pasties. So I'm thinking you, you get a little oh, something. Fuck that, sh- fuck that <laughs> shit. Well, they can't be. That n- bitch better be dancing up the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure they can't be nude in public, but. Well, they can be nude in my house, though, can't they? <laughs> They So the security guards have turned into drivers, and they also provide security for the girls as they're delivering the food. The bartenders have switched to answering the phones and taking orders. The, everybody that worked at the strip club is still employed, and they've just completely changed from being just a strip club to Boober Eats. Hey, good, good on that guy that he put yeah. all his staff back to work. Sure. Yep. Uh, they are not allowed to deliver alcohol, apparently. But other than that, it's it's the same food that you could have gotten there previously. So, <laughs> so that's what you get from. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> You're getting the foods coming from the strip club. Yes. Yes. Oh. Well. Mm. <laughs> strip club wings. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you about the food quality, but I, I do support that. You know, they they are. Making the extra effort to, you know, keep everybody employed. I like it that this is what the monstrous heathen company does, but the good Christian company shits all over their employees. <laughs> Tighten yeah. your fucking belt, asshole. <laughs> I need I money. know, the strip club owner is more Christian than the Christian store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. How long do you think this $6.2 billion net worth is going to last me if you guys keep calling in sick? In all seriousness, though, this must be really affecting sex worker jobs. Oh, sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, cam, gir- cam girls are probably raking in the money right now, but... At, at a healthy distance, yeah. 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 The, the couple of the girls on the video actually said that they were they were going to be devastated. Like, well, they, they still aren't making as much money because the tips are, you know, nothing in comparison. But, right. but at least they have some income still. So, yeah, good on them. Well, they should be able to collect. Well, they would have been able to collect unemployment. No, they I were mean, unemployment is they're in, uh, no, they're independent yep. contractors. Oh, they're independent contractors, right? Well, that sucks. Yes, I'll tell you on another funny side note. I was watching Mayor De Blasio talk today, <laughs> and whenever whenever these guys talk, I inevitably find my eyes drifting towards the uh, the hand signer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're because they're just their faces and everything about them is just so fucking ridiculous. Well, and it's motion; it captures <laughs> right. your attention. So. Yeah, because yeah, they're making faces. They're I mean, they're really getting into the right. role. And um, it, I just happened to glance over at the guy when somebody asked De Blasio a question about sex workers, and I clearly saw what the sign for sex worker was. <laughs> and it, and I don't know if it's a penis <laughs> growing. Or someone stroking a cock, but it's definitely a motion like, like a banana or something like that. And I laughed and I was like, oh my God, now I know the sign for sex worker. I got up, (laughs) went to the bathroom and came back and they had replaced this guy with a new person. (laughs) (laughs) And it must have been mid-speech. I mean, I, I don't know how... How much there is to to ASL? So I, again, I don't know what's what you know what's interpretive and and what is what is firm, like in signs. That, that I'm not not surprised that that would be the sign. I would expect it to be something like you know making a circle with one hand and putting your finger in the circle with the other. Hand. I figured that was a universal sign, but you know. yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, if I met if I met a deaf girl and I wanted to pick her up and I didn't know anything about American Sign Language, <laughs> I know I could be, with that? Yeah, I'd be like, drink and eh, you know, and <laughs> we're communicating. Ah, uh, that was good. That helped. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, good ending. <laughs> All righty. Um. Oh yeah. Oh wait, I got one last yep. thing. It's just a, a quick thing to make you happy too. That CBS, since CBS knows that we're all locked in to our houses for all this time, so you can now go sign up for CBS All Access. You don't have to pay for it, and you can get a gift thing, and you can watch all of season one of Picard for free. Oh, oh. so hmm. any Star Trek fans out there who haven't seen it yet, you can go watch it for free. Unlike dipshits like me, who still pays for CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be making use of that. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see it. I I don't want to give CBS money because they already get money from us. But for free, sure. You've won me back. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we've got for this week. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Appreciate that. And I uh, appreciate Jeff being able to join us here and give us some insights, some things that we might have missed, some uh, more detailed information. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by going to our Patreon page and signing up and joining us here on Discord. Or if you can't do that, you can go to our Facebook page and post something that you would like for us to talk about there. Um, I did receive an email this last week asking to look into a what I consider to be a huckster, but I didn't really get to do enough research. So I'll probably share that information with you guys and we'll talk about it next week. Um, if you uh, you could, if you like the podcast, you can also share it on social media or leave a review on iTunes, hopefully a positive one. Um, again, Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. And please check out the other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find it at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. All the shows and archives of podcasts for your listening pleasure. Thanks to everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.